Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, and welcome to Joyful Eating. So this week, we're actually going to be talking about joyful cooking, so bringing a joy to a different part of the food process. Before we get to that, I have to share my best bite that I ate. So on the weekend, we went out for family lunch, took the boys to this toy store to like do some Christmas shopping and um, just plan for the, so they can write their list to Santa. We adopted an elf that was sitting on my shelf now, which was very exciting. And we went out for lunch, so family lunch, to a place called Rebel Rebel. If you're in Canberra or you're ever heading to Canberra, definitely make sure you check it out. It's one of my favorite restaurants. Anyway, so it's interesting, like we had a heap of different things, but the thing that really stood out as my best bite this week was this pumpkin dish that I wouldn't have even ordered, but my Irishman chose it. So I was like, okay. And it was one of those things where, you know, often I find that often happens, like something that you're not super excited about on the menu ends up being like just blowing you away. And so it was this, it was like a pumpkin gratin. So layers, thinly sliced layers of pumpkin that had been all cooked together and all came out with like a piece of lasagna almost, but it was just all pumpkin layers. And then it was served with curry leaves, which were, and this curry oil, which was just such beautiful depth of flavor and then some like crunchy pumpkin seeds as well and some sort of something creamy I think it was labneur or something with it and it was just so good I was, I'm still thinking about it now um so yeah that was really good I'm pl- plotting like how can I get when can I get back to to rebel rebel to have more Anyway, plan for today is first I'll share the story behind this episode of of joy why I'm talking about joyful cooking and then we'll talk about what exactly is joyful cooking and we'll talk about the benefits of joyful cooking and then of course how to make your cooking more joyful and we'll wrap it up with a key takeaway so you can know exactly how to apply this to your life right now. Okay, so story behind this episode. So I was talking to my writing coach about my new book project, which is very, very exciting. Uh, We were talking about how there are some people who love cooking and some people don't. And so uh, my writing coach is a fellow food lover and she loves it. But she, Barbara was saying that like her mother actually hated cooking and she had like like eight children or something in her family. So she had a lot of children that she was cooking for and she just hate, hated cooking. And we were talking about how, you know, really had a, an interesting impact on Barbara and, and her siblings growing up. Uh, but it was actually her mother, like it was it was a choice to choose to, to hate cooking and how that played out in her life. And it just got me thinking about how much I love it and how much joy it brings to my life. And gave me the idea that there's an opportunity to spread the joy. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to decide, yeah, I'll do a, do a podcast episode about it. Um, so what exactly is joyful cooking? And basically, it's just giving yourself permission, allowing yourself to find pleasure in the kitchen. And because the thing is that it's actually a choice. Like we can choose how we frame any tasks that we need to do. And if you want, like you can think of cooking as this chore like Barbara's mother did that, you know, that she has to do every single day. Or you can actually choose to like find pleasure in it and find joy in this in this opportunity that we have to nourish ourselves and take care of our families. So so what joyful cooking looks like for me is like, you know, at the end of the day, like I that's one of my favorite times of days, like five o'clock. So 
the boys have screen time and so they're happy and they're quiet and I get to go into the kitchen and get dinner dinner ready and it's just a time that I look forward to every day like it's really I love you know just pottering around trying out new ideas bringing things together and it's something that's like it's a really rewarding part of of my day and so that's basically you know what joyful cooking looks like to me. It's not fancy. It's, you know, I'm very much into my simplicity. And so I'm always you know, testing recipes and trying out ideas. But it's a chance for me to to relax from the day. I like usually podcasts I, I listen to when I'm cooking. And so that's really fun. But just, you know, I just enjoy the time that I that I get getting ready for dinner. So that's what it looks like for me. So what are the benefits of joyful cooking? So by choosing to see it as like something that's joyful, you can actually, it's like, there's an opportunity to have more pleasure in your life. Like those little things to, you know, savor the smells and the take when you're tasting and just even the sounds of being in the kitchen and having that calming time. Like it's, there's definitely an opportunity to connect with your body and connect with, um, with, yeah, having more pleasure. Another benefit of, of joyful cooking is better quality meals. So, one of my coaching clients said that, you know, cause she for a long time was like, you know, I'm too busy to cook. I'm too, too tired at the end of the day. And so she would just grab, go through drive through or grab whatever takeaway. And then she actually joined my, um, my joyful cooking program and, and started, you know, simplifying and cooking for herself. And not only did her health improve, but she just realized that every time she was using convenience, she was actually eating like, a, she's in her words, eating like a pauper compared to the amazing food that she's having now. So you definitely get better quality meals when you're cooking for yourself. Another thing is like better health, which my client Melanie also discovered because when we're like, you know, eating food that, that we've, we've prepared, we generally choose options that are better for us. And so, you know, that plays out in our energy levels, how we feel, our sleep, um, you know, our confidence and just our general well-being is, is improved when we're, when we're cooking for ourselves. Another benefit of, of joyful cooking, I think, is that it really helps to build self-trust because it's a, an opportunity to you, for you to show, to like take care of yourself and to really nurture yourself. And I think that it's like that opportunity to go, yeah, I've got my back. I, I can trust myself to look after myself. And that's a really like, you know, that has a follow-on effect of so many other benefits as well. The other major benefit you get from choosing to see cooking as joyful is that you're experiencing less frustration and less resentment. Like if I think back to um, my writing coach's mother, like, you know, she would have had so much negativity, like extra negative emotion going on in her life because she had chosen to be someone who hates cooking. And, you know, that can be, you can you know, cut down on the resentment, cut down on the frustration, cut down on that negativity if you choose to see cooking as a positive thing in your life. So there's a lot of things like, yeah, more pleasure, better quality meals, better health, more self-trust, less resentment, less frustration. Like who wouldn't want that? So how do we go about making our cooking more joyful? And really, it's actually one of those things, like so many things in life, it's actually as simple as just deciding that this is something that you're going to do, like that you're going to choose to see cooking as something that brings you joy. And it, you know, that might be a big stretch. So maybe you just start to see cooking as something that's not negative, <laughs> but over time, you can actually choose to see cooking as something that's fun. And so one thing that 
I think is really helpful in in this, particularly if you're someone in the camp that, that sees cooking as a chore, is to like simplify it as much as possible. So we want to start small and make it as easy as possible for you to get into the kitchen and do that. And so the way to do that, of course, is to you know, start with simple recipes. And that's you know, my area of expertise, of course. Uh, and if you haven't already downloaded my uh, free ebook, my free cookbook, definitely check that out because it's called six ingredients, 20 minutes. So it's all like really simple recipes that are going to make, take the pressure off and make this, make it easier for you to enjoy your time in the kitchen. Um, So then the other thing I think that it's really important is to this idea of going deep, not wide. And what I mean by that is rather than trying like hundreds of different recipes and cooking something new every single night, you want to build your repertoire of go-tos. So you want to start start just with one meal and cook it a few times definitely like you know cook it once a week for at least a month so that you're you're getting that like if it's simple to begin with great it's going to make it easy to remember but you want to get to a place where you've got a repertoire where you're not having to rely on recipes because that's another barrier to cooking and to walking into the kitchen but whereas if you've got an idea in your head of what you want to cook and you know you don't have to refer to the recipe you can just go go grab the things out and start cooking it's just that makes it so much easier so you want to build this repertoire of go-tos and you know, that can change over time and you'll have some that you you keep that you, you cook over on a weekly basis for ages, but then it can change with the seasons and you can build new go-tos, but you want to start by really going deep and getting to know a recipe really well. And then you can also play around with uh, a different dish. And you know, that's another thing with my recipes. I always include the variations so that you can, you've got ideas of how you can mix it up. And maybe one day you might be doing it with chicken and then it might be next week you try it with some tofu or you know, chickpeas or tuna or something like a different type of protein, or maybe you try a different spice blend or whatever, serving it with different veggies, like whatever it is, like you can mix it up to get that variety, but going deep and building that confidence is really helps to make it more joyful, like make it more of a fun experience. And then another thing that really helps with making more cooking more joyful is the, the habit of meal planning. And one of my Another one of my coaching clients, she used to hate cooking and she said that one of the things that really helped her was forming this habit of meal planning so that she was deciding, like I think on a weekly basis, what she was going to be eating for the week and then what the ingredients. So every night she didn't have to like start from scratch of going, oh, what am I going to have? Like she would just walk into the kitchen. She knew she'd had the ingredients for whatever it was that she was cooking and she'd just get to business. And actually as a side note, another thing that she did to make cooking more joyful was she used the reward. Like she loves watching videos on YouTube. So she got the iPad set up in the kitchen so that she could then associate um, cooking time with YouTube time. So she would like watch whatever videos. I can't remember what she loved, but whatever she loved. And she saw that as like, this was this reward time. So it really was, became something that she she went from seeing it as a chore to seeing it as something really fun. And that was just all around her choices. So yeah, but having that meal planning habit definitely helps because then you you know you've got the ingredients and you're not having to rush to the store and 
and, and pick something up on the way home. And then the final thing of how to make your cooking more joyful is really to manage your self-talk and manage the thoughts that you're having around cooking. So if you find yourself going back into your old habit of thinking, you know, oh, I have to cook and like having those negative thoughts around it, like don't make yourself wrong for those, but just be become aware and go, actually, no, that's the old me. The new me is going to be someone who enjoys cooking and then change the way that you talk about cooking. Changing those thoughts changes how you feel about it and you know, thinking thoughts that are, this is, I'm doing this for me. This is, when you're coming from that place, of course, it feels more joyful and it's going to be more fun. <laughs> so yeah, I'll just recap to, to so how to make your cooking more joyful. First, you decide, then you want to simplify, go, go deep, not wide. So build your repertoire of go-tos, build this habit of meal planning. Of course, you don't have to do that, but it does make it so much easier. Um, and then also managing your self-talk around, around it. And that's really all it takes. The thing I want you to take away from this, this episode today is like you can decide, you can choose how you think about cooking. And just want you to spend some time thinking about it. Like is your current story that you're telling yourself about what cooking is for you? Like is that really helping you? If it is, awesome. <laughs> Keep going with what, what's working. But if it isn't, just, just think about like what would you like to, to change? And if you'd like some help with this, of course, you can, you can, you're welcome to decide on your own, but you're welcome also to get some help. And I have a program called Joyful Cooking, which is, is really designed to help you go from being someone who isn't so into it to, to being able to simplify and build your repertoire of go-tos. And I have a, a proven process. So it's a step-by-step process to becoming someone who enjoys eating cooking and eating well automatically. So you're welcome to, to join that. And you can find the details of that on my website, which the link will be in the show notes. So hope you found that helpful. Hope you it brings some joy into, into your cooking and I will catch you next week. Bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.